You are listening to episode 34 of the Level Up Your Wedding Film Business Podcast. This episode is going to look a little different than the last 15 episodes or so. I think that it's so important to hear about other people's experiences in the industry so that we can learn from their mistakes and decide what elements and practices we want to adopt to our own films and businesses. So today, I'm going to just have a really open conversation with you about my own experiences in the industry, the mistakes I've made, and what I've done to fix them. I'm your host, Taylor Petrinovich, and at the core of this show, I want you to feel inspired to take your business to the next level, and I want to give you the tools and practical advice to help you along the way. So let's level up together. Before I get into the details, I think that it's really important to understand a huge mindset shift I've adopted over the last six months or so. And this is the one thing I largely credit for the direction I'm headed in now. And that's this. In order to get different results, I need to change what I'm doing. Revolutionary, right? Albert Einstein is credited with saying, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. But that's exactly what I was doing for the last few years. I was stuck. I had a vague idea of where I wanted to end up, but I wasn't making the moves to get there. I knew the level of business I wanted to run and the quality of films I wanted to produce, but I wasn't actually doing anything different to make those things happen. I lived with the mentality that things would just naturally fall into place and that things were out of my control, that the only option was to roll with the punches and just do my best with each situation I found myself in. But then one day it dawned on me, life is only what you make it. There is another option, and that's to hop in the driver's seat and really take a proactive role in where my business is heading. I'm the only one who gets to choose my destination, and I'm the only one who gets to put my foot on the gas. And it's my responsibility to keep my eye on the map to make sure I don't veer off course. Sure, there may be exceptions to this rule, but by and large, this is the way the world works. This is the way business works. This is the way the wedding industry works. Those who are constantly learning, constantly improving, and constantly dreaming of the next step and the road to get there achieve an entirely different level of success than those who allow life and business to happen to them. If you've been listening to the podcast since the beginning, you may have heard me refer to the potato chip rule. This is the concept that the larger something is, the fewer there are of them, and the smaller something is, the more there are of them. Like a bag of potato chips. There is a handful of big, perfect chips, tons of broken medium-sized chips, and a million crumbs. This concept can be applied to a ton of different scenarios, and I certainly see it being true in the wedding industry as well. For every huge, wildly successful name out there, there are 10 people in the mid-sized market and 100 in the low-end market. It's like a pyramid, with only a few leaders at the top and a huge number at the bottom who are just getting started, and an ascending number of filmmakers at all the different stages in between. But the question is, how do you climb the ladder? How do you keep pushing forward, inching your way from the bottom to the top? The people at the top did not get there by accident. They didn't get there by taking a passenger seat approach to their lives and their businesses. They are driving with intention, with purpose, and that's why they're successful. And that's who I want to be. I want to be the person who is constantly pushing forward, constantly elevating my films and my business. I'm not sure where I'll ultimately end up, but I do know that I have a long way to go to get there. So I've been taking a good long look at my business, I've been scrutinizing every detail for my music choices in my films, my color grading, marketing, networking relationships, client experience, you name it, I'm picking it apart and figuring out a way to put it back together again in a new and better way. Because in order to get different results, I need to change what I'm doing. 
So what areas were I lacking in and what have I done to improve? The first area that I believe was holding me back was my branding. I know that branding is such a hot topic, but that's probably because it's so incredibly important. Sometimes I cringe when I think of how many brides have landed on my website and immediately clicked off because my branding didn't match the quality of films I was producing. But why is branding important? Branding is the very first indicator that potential clients can use to decide if you're a good fit for them and the value that you can bring. Before they even watch a single film, they're forming opinions about you and your business. And if you aren't doing a good job communicating your value, then you're losing out on clients. So let's take it back to the beginning. When I first started my business, before I had made a single dollar, I created my own logo. It was bad, like really bad. <laughs> About a year into my business, I decided to change my logo, but here's where I made a mistake. I took a shortcut and hired someone on Etsy to create my logo. Honestly, I think the logo was okay. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great either. I think I paid like $200 or something for it. I'm not exactly sure, but I didn't get any vector images, I didn't get a full branding suite. There are a lot of regrets here because I didn't have any other elements I could use across my business that would allow my brand to be cohesive and consistent and really communicate my value. In order to get different results, I need to change what I'm doing. So finally, three years in, I'm in the middle of a professional rebrand. I've hired a brand designer to come up with a custom logo, colors, fonts, and website, and this will allow me to be extremely consistent. I'm not a designer. That is not my strong suit. I've never been trained in what to look for, how to think about the relationship between my ideal client and the way my brand communicates my value to them. That is their specialty. And when it comes to branding, I've been able to communicate with my designer and be super honest with my goals for my business. They know the direction I want to take things and they know exactly how to communicate my value with my ideal client. It's going to be game-changing. I think we can all agree that it's cringeworthy when a couple thinks they can just have a friend record their wedding with their iPhone. We can see the quality difference as videographers and we know the value of hiring a professional. So it's the same thing here. Hiring a professional is going to get you so much better results than trying to do it yourself. So that's the first thing I did. Stop trying to figure out branding on my own and hire a full service designer. The next mistake I was making was not being picky enough with what I was choosing to show on my website and social media. For a long time, I was showing nearly everything I shot. Whether it was a wedding I was proud of or not, I showed it. Whether it was the type of wedding I wanted to be filming or not. Because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. And I just kept getting booked for the same types of weddings. Weddings I wasn't really interested in shooting anymore, weddings that didn't fuel me creatively, and weddings that didn't serve me and the direction I wanted to take my business. In order to get different results, I need to change what I'm doing. I've since gotten extremely picky with what I'll show. I only have a handful of weddings that I'm willing to display on my website or on Instagram, and as I continue to shoot more and more weddings that I'm proud of, I'll be able to continue to refine what I'm showing. Within the next few weeks, I plan on deleting nearly all of my Instagram content because I know that it's not actually serving me and my goals at this point. It's not reflecting the types of clients I want to work with going forward or the weddings I want to be filming in the future. But that's just part of it. Waiting for my ideal weddings to come to me was holding me back. In order to get different results, I need to change what I'm doing. I've begun to seek out different opportunities for creating content that does match my ideal client. This year, I've done many styled shoots, and I would say that three of them truly match my ideal client and aesthetic, and one of those I planned myself. 
I've stopped being complacent in this area. I've started being extremely intentional and proactive. I was not invited to do many of these shoots. I actually reached out to vendors and practically invited myself to them. Because the reality is that most styled shoots don't have a videographer on the team, so more often than not, there is room for us. So I invited myself to two of the shoots that I would say match my ideal client, and they were absolutely gorgeous. And I full-on planned one of them from start to finish. If you want to learn more about how to plan a styled shoot and how styled shoots can benefit you, you can check out episode 18 of the podcast. But my biggest goal with the styled shoot that I planned was to have content on my website that matched my brand direction and ideal client. I knew I wanted my website header video to look a certain way, and there are many other places on my website where I knew I'd want the perfect video content for banners or canvas backgrounds and things like that. So now I have content to make my website appeal to my ideal client, and as soon as that shoot is published, I'm going to have a ton of content to push out on Instagram, since Instagram at this point is where I get most of my clients. Whether that's through relationships I've built via Instagram with other wedding pros in my area, or through organic reach to actual clients. I want to be totally honest with you guys here. I spent a lot of money on that shoot. I spent around $800 between buying the flower girl dresses, contributing to the floral budget, buying champagne, it all added up, but I'm looking at it as marketing, and I think it's well worth the investment. The photographer was on board with really elevating the shoot for her own portfolio and business as well, so beyond the cost of her film, she also contributed to the floral budget and different elements as well. Styled shoots this year really helped me in another way as well. They are naturally settings that allow vendors to collaborate and get to know each other, which is another area I was really lacking. For a long time, I spent most of my time only networking in videographer groups. Don't get me wrong, it's great to meet videographers across the country or even across the world, but those relationships don't serve you the same way that local relationships can. I started paying close attention to the key players in my local wedding industry. I was seeing the same names pop up on Instagram over and over, and I started seeing the same vendors working with one another over and over again too. It was clear that they had relationships established, and it was even more clear that I didn't have many close relationships that resembled that, if any. Since the wedding industry is all about collaboration, community, and teamwork, it's so important to have those key relationships and to constantly be working on them and seeking out new ones. In order to get different results, I need to change what I'm doing. I recognize that having friends in the industry in my local market would be extremely beneficial in more ways than one. I recently did an episode with two photographers in my area who also have their own podcast. You can check out episode 32 if you want to learn more about what networking can do for your business. But I started very intentionally seeking out these relationships. Styled shoots were a great way to do this, as I mentioned before, but I also started using Instagram to interact with them as well. And I've already started to see results from being social and networking in my market. It's so easy to use social media to ignite new relationships. Follow different vendors in your area, interact with their content, and start getting them familiar with you and your brand, and vice versa. Natural relationships will begin to form if you take a slow and steady approach with it. And that's actually the second part of why I planned that styled shoot. I had had my sights set on working with a few of the key vendors who collaborated on that shoot. I had been wanting to work at this specific venue for the last year, and the shoot gave me an opportunity to work there, get some content from that venue to use to market myself to clients who are getting married there, and I was able to build a relationship with the venue manager as well. 
Beyond that, I had my sights set on working with a very specific photographer because I could tell we were extremely similar with our shooting style, business goals, and personalities. Ashley, if you're listening to this, you're awesome, and I'm so glad we got to collaborate and that we're friends. So another thing that I knew I needed to change was the overall quality of my films. Since I knew I wanted to be pushing forward, I knew that the quality of my films should be part of that. In order to get different results, I need to change what I'm doing. Up until this year, I've been using my very first DSLR I ever bought for my business, and that's my Canon ADD. Guys, I love that camera. It shoots 60 frames a second in 1080, and I bought it for under 800 bucks on eBay. It was an amazing investment, but since I know I don't want to be complacent, I knew that upgrading from this pro consumer level camera would really pay off. So I did end up upgrading to my 1DX Mark II. I'm not a huge gear person and I don't plan on being the type of person to be constantly upgrading, but I did recognize that if I really wanted to get to that next level with my films, upgrading my gear would really help. And if I'm being honest, I can tell a huge difference in the quality of my footage compared to my ADD. There's a big difference and it was money well spent. The gear was the first step, but the second step in getting to the next level with my films was the way my films looked. Color grading has always been something I struggle with. I just never really had a knack for it, but I do think that it's something that plays a huge difference in attracting couples. They are attracted to a certain look and feel, and color is a key component to that. In order to get different results, I need to change what I'm doing. So after months of fine-tuning my ideal client and doing some real soul-searching on the types of colors and style that they are attracted to, I began to realize that there was a theme. The types of clients that I want to be working with are choosing photographers who either shoot in medium format film or who edit their photos to mimic that look. And if I want to get clients who like the look for their photos, it only makes sense that they would be attracted to that in video as well. So I landed on Illum Lutz. These are a bright and airy film photography inspired video preset that would allow me to achieve the same look as my favorite film photographers in my area. And let me tell you, these LUTs have been a game changer. My clients immediately began to comment about the new look of my films because they love the change. And the photographers in my area have taken notice too, because they know that my films could be a good fit for their clients since they have the same aesthetic. I am an affiliate for Illumlets, so if you want to purchase them, you can use the code LEVELUP15 for 15% off, and there will be a link to their website in the show notes. I'm going to pause right here for a second. I know that we are all in different stages of our businesses. Some of you listening right now may feel totally overwhelmed by all the things that you see you can work on in your business, while others might feel totally solid and feel like they have all the areas locked in and perfected. And to both groups, I would say this. There is so much power in micro changes. Earlier this year, I read a book called Atomic Habits. In this book, the author James Clear says, All big things come from small beginnings. The seed of every habit is a single, tiny decision. But as that decision is repeated, a habit sprouts and grows stronger. Roots entrench themselves and branches begin to grow. And I think that this concept can be applied here. By making tiny changes on your business constantly, over time, they're going to add up to something amazing. So whether you're overwhelmed by all the areas you can improve in, or you feel like you've got it all figured out, constantly making micro changes to your business and your processes is a great plan to continue pushing forward in a way that's not overwhelming. The final area I'm going to talk about today is education. I think that we can all agree that education is important. 
From the moment you start your business to 10 years in, the world is changing, the industry is changing, and continuing to learn is vital to staying relevant. I've invested a healthy amount of money in education. I've attended live workshops and purchased online courses. I've joined Facebook groups, listened to podcasts, watched countless YouTube videos. But it hasn't been enough. I noticed that there was just something missing, a piece that I could not put my finger on. So I've started to really branch out in the areas of education I'm consuming and the format of that education. Within the last few weeks, yes, weeks, I've hit a new stride in learning. I joined a paid coaching group for wedding professionals across the country. This group is owned and run by three very talented luxury wedding planners who have a heart for helping wedding pros level up their own businesses and eventually get to the luxury service level as well. And let me tell you, luxury is not what I thought it was. In my mind, luxury meant someone's willing to pay me $8,000 for their wedding film, but these ladies are putting on weddings that have seven-figure budgets. That means their clients are spending a million dollars on their weddings. Like, holy guacamole, I didn't even know that existed. So there is a lot to shoot for in the future. The ceiling is higher than you think, and realizing that that exists is half the battle. So... This group has been so incredibly helpful, even just over the short amount of time I've been in it. They put on weekly Facebook Live classes on various topics, and let me tell you, it is so refreshing to hear insight and learn from other wedding professionals who are not videographers. Being able to see perspectives from other areas in the industry and apply it to my own business is incredibly valuable. I'm sure you've heard the statement by Jim Rohn, who famously said that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. So surrounding myself with 200 other like-minded individuals across the country who all have a similar goal has been mind-blowing. So I would encourage you to all seek out different learning opportunities. It doesn't have to be wedding film specific, and honestly, it shouldn't be. It can be about business, the wedding industry, sales, branding. Just branch out in how you're learning, and it can be really eye-opening. I hope that hearing about my own mistakes, mindset shifts, and things that I'm working on has been helpful in some way to you. I do encourage myself to be a pretty open book, so if you have any questions, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at The Level Up Co. Or you can send me an email. My email address is taylor at thelevelupco.com. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. I want to hear from you, my listeners. What topics do you want to hear about on the podcast? Head on over to my Instagram at the level up co and send me a DM with topics you'd like to hear about. As always, I would love it if you left a review for the podcast, wherever you're listening, that goes a long way in helping more people find the show. And until next time, friends, just keep pushing forward.